0: Disclaimer, AFL players, coaches and umpires are professionals. The hilarious remarks and nicknames said in this podcast are not intended to be offensive in any way. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> Kissing Kiss
1: Kiss
0: my lips. All right, this is the Cousins AFL Fantasy Podcast. I'm Keebs, coach of the Super Subs. I'm here with my cousin Jados, coach of NFNL KF
1: KL. No five, no life. No five, no life. Mate, you sound flat. <laughs> I feel it, mate. I feel it. It's been a long, a long,
0: long weekend. It has been a long, long weekend. <laughs> it's. it's yeah, it's been a roller coaster, mate. I knew from uh, the chest pains I was getting on Friday, on the, the, the Good Friday game, that it was, it was probably time to take a step back and chill a bit this weekend. <laughs> so, uh, my, my footy watching on Saturday and Sunday has been a, a, bit, a bit under par for, for what I normally do, but it was necessary, mate. We
1: both had physical. Fantasy stress, didn't we? Mate, Physical stress symptoms.
0: My chest was genuinely hurting <laughs> on Friday, watching the North and Blues game, and just sitting there and seething, watching Doc just dish up that absolute garbage, mate. It's, <sighs> <laughs> 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 it's, it's been th- it's been three wha- bad weeks in a row for the subs. But yeah. how did you go, mate? How did you? What did you score? I went all right.
1: Break? Yeah, so I scored nineteen sixty two. And I've dropped down to rank of 7949. It's terrible, but I'm actually I I was flat, like the, the energy was a bit low when I came in, but I'm actually feeling pretty optimistic. I've made my trades, lockout has just lifted. I'm feeling okay. I want I want the boys to, you know, pull through and do well. And I think they can. I just, I stuffed up my captaincy choice this week. again. Yeah. We bo- we both <laughs> captained Doc, which is trash, mate. He was so bad. But anyway, that was me. I'm, I'm optimistic that if I can pick a good captain, then things will get better for me and my team. And I'm just going to keep plugging away. I'm going to persevere and things will be okay. How did you go, Cuz? Aha. I don't want to
0: talk about it. You do- <laughs> You've got to say it. You've got to say it for the listeners. All right, I scored 9 in 10. And my rank is 14 in the 38. What?
1: what was the rank, sorry? 14
0: 38. 14. 14. Zero. Wow. 140,000. No, mate. 14,000. 14,038. Wow. It's been a slide. I was 1,249th, I believe, after round one. And it's just been three weeks of crap. 10K club. It's not good, mate. It's not good. This is my my first experience in the 10K Club for a, a long time, and I, I don't like it at no. all. No. Yeah, you're gonna get banished from the family, mate. <laughs> you gotta you gotta pull it together, cousin. It's all right. The, the boys are the boys are gonna bounce back this week, and I'll tell you why. It's because I'm trading out that f***ing dog, Angus Brayshaw. <laughs> mate, ah, oh. let's let's get into hogs and flogs, and we can we can. We can just well,
1: while while we're on it, do you want to start with your flog then? You know seem, it seems like you're on that
0: page. Ooh. Yep, all right. I'll start with my flog, Z, because there's more than one. I'm breaking the rules. Gus, McGrath, Rosie, Cogs, Dunks, Doc, Wits, Callahan, and Stuart. I hate all of you. All of you are flogs this week. I can't even I'm not gonna single them out and talk about them individually. Just group them all together as wankers. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm not happy, mate Pick one no. Pick one for me Nah Pick one Nah Just for me Pick one for your cousin Nah <laughs> I, I can't do it I can't do it I hate them all I hate them all Wits was a great pick Wait, hold on no, A great sorry, pick sorry, can And then I, then I laid I, out And then I had to change my trades And bring in Stuart Who sucked Gus and McGrath were crap again Callahan, who I end up—he's up. not even
1: in your team. You can't.
0: That's why he's a flog because he sucked last week. So I traded him, and then he dropped his best score of his career in the AFL.
1: They're all <laughs> flogs, mate. All it's hilarious. I—I'm—I'm I'm a sicko because I sort of enjoy just watching you rage about your team. Mine wasn't even much better. Um, my flog for this week is Andy McGrath again. Yep. Me, get me, you know. Get him again. We're fool going me on. Once, shame on you. Second Fool me or... twice. Shame on you. Fool me three or four times. Still, shame on Andy McGrath. He sucks, mate. He looks like Quagmire. He hates the pill. He's slow. He's lazy. He's soft. He had one mark at Marvel Stadium as a halfback defender, that like all his mates had at least seven. I tried to tell you after round one, <laughs> he doesn't care about plus six He sucks. He <laughs> actually gets in the worst spots. I was watching him so closely. Oh, and he's sl- he's really lazy He's actually a disgrace as a vice captain Is For it? Essendon I can't believe it. he's so lazy He can't stick a tackle I actually feel physically sick Looking at his picture on the fantasy app as well That big square head of his It's, it's possibly one of my worst picks ever
0: It's not Any worse than Gus Brazier, though No, yeah Gus has yeah. got a rude lid <laughs> The rudest you'll ever see on the fantasy app Yeah all right, well, um,
1: let's, let's try and look past our flogs. And, uh, ho- I don't know
0: if I can, mate, after 1910. I don't know if I can do it, mate, for a third week in a row. We come onto this pod and we try and bring the energy and it just smacks me down, the game of fantasy. <laughs> it's bullshit. Oh, you're oh. going to need therapy soon, mate. mate. I wish we started this pod last year because it would have been a lot more <laughs> chirpier and up and about, positive vibes. But this year, it's just all shit. <laughs> Oh,
1: well, can you try and be positive for like right. three minutes while we do our
0: Yeah. Who have you got? All right. I'm, because I, I mentioned a lot of flogs and got the radar, I'm going to praise a few people in the team this week. It's only fair. So Lord She's everyone's got him, but what a beautiful man. The ton run is well and truly alive. He's literally the best first year player of all time. I love him so much. Also, Tom Green, Tim Duranto, Will Day, and the Ruck Pig, Grundy. He, he, he's my one. He's my one hog of the week. The Ruck Pig. Had to bring him in last minute for wits. Wasn't quite quick enough to get English because that news came out late, um, but he just performed. He was great. He could have scored even more, but he sat on the bench at the end of the game. 119 though, smashed West Coast. It just It felt good and then after the game, his post-match interview, he was up and about, smiling, and you could just tell he was loving it. And I'm loving him. So Brody Grundy, you're the man, mate. Awesome. My hog for this week is Jordan Dawson.
1: Yes, finally. I'm so stoked about this score because he I think he was one of my flogs last week, or in my mind, he was one of my flogs. Um, I really needed that just for my sanity, because I picked him instead of Nick Dacos, thinking that it was safer, and... For the first three rounds, he was going at like nine points less than what I paid for, maybe 10. Um, and finally, yeah, he just he had an all-round game. He scored well for all four quarters, put up a 122 for owners, repaid the faith, and now he looks like an awesome option for
0: anyone who doesn't have him. That was depressing to watch, mate, because before round one, I was tossing up between... Dawson and Gus and I chose Gus and up until last week it was close and now there is a huge chasm between the two. Dawson outscored Gus by I think 56 points this week. Just pain in my chest again. And what have you learned cousin? I've learned that Gus is a dog. No that's not <laughs> a straight up That's not up the dog. correct
1: thing to learn from this.
0: Well, it was a late change. But yes, I was, that's it. I was tossing ding, up. Ding, 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 ding. I was tossing up for, for the whole week. So even though it was a late change, it wasn't a change from something that was previously decided. It was It was really just a late decision, not a late change. Okay. But yeah, I wish I started with anyone other than Gus, really. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, no one could predict him being as bad as he's been. The The hard thing is that, Last year he started really slowly. I read his scores out to you earlier, but he dropped two 80s and then a 150, and then went back to back 70s. So his scoring's always been kind of inconsistent and volatile. So I'm torn if I stay on the gust train and hope that he just drops a massive score randomly, or do I just jump off and get away from him as fast as possible? Um,
1: <laughs> um. The answer to that is I don't know. I would probably jump off to be honest. Yeah, that's what he I'm... he hasn't looked anywhere near it. But I, I what, what I really wanted to say to that is, I just find it kind of funny how it's our hog segment, and you've found a way to turn it back in talking about your flog for the week. I'm sorry, <laughs> mate. There, it's just, it's just flat times at Subs HQ. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe the fact that you've started bringing the negative undertones again, maybe we should move on to our next segment, which is. Hot Bakes. Hot Bakes.
0: Alright. This week on Hot Bakes, Ross Lyon is copping it. Because, wits laid out, Moyle comes into ruck for GC. The Saints are absolutely dominant, and what does Ross Lyon do? Not let Rowan Marshall stay in the game and absolutely feast on Moyle, who he was smashing. Subs Marshall out in an absolute gift to all moyle owners because moyle was stinking it up like was playing super average then marshall went off moyle went on a tear got to 74 marshall only got to 107 that could have been a huge captain score we could have been looking at 130 plus but the fact that he sat off the the end of the game just you get a bit of a bake for that ross Lyon, don't be a dog mate care about fantasy coaches please <laughs> we we matter we do matter yeah um, I'm not I'm not as heated on that because it didn't you know, drastically alter... Well, he wasn't your captain. ...the fortunes of my team. He's not my captain, but I still got him, and it still would have been nice for a good score. And it was frustrating that Moyle got to a good score. That was the frustrating bit, yep. Yeah, that's kind of the irritating part. So you get a bit of a bake, Ross Lyon, this week, but also a slight bit of praise to Ross Lyon because the Saints are just a super high-scoring team at the moment. So a bake with a kiss on the end.
1: <laughs> all right, my bake for this week goes to Jared Witz from the same game.
0: Jared Witz,
1: <laughs> don't <laughs> start. I was actually about to say to round one, we were chanting the song. It was the, it was stuck in my head all week, just the Jared Witz chant. I wanted to sing it again, and he's given us nothing, no reason to sing it again. And I'm mad because last year he played all 23 games off the back of an ACL, and, and after three rounds this year, he decides, oh, you know what? It's just appropriate to miss for soreness as the captain
0: in a late change. Yeah, very late, like,
1: like two hours before the game. We, yeah, which was announced by Mitch Cleary before the club even announced it. Two hours before the game and 10 minutes before Tim English played. And I scrambled, but my I'd mess around with DPP so much, I couldn't figure out why it wouldn't let me reverse the trade. I missed out on Tim English and I had to sit there and watch him drop a 140 on my head. And, yeah, Team English has just decided to become the second coming of Christ. He's so good. Yeah. And that was my, that was my opportunity to get him. I had 10 minutes to do it. 10 minutes to get the best player, yeah. the best Ruckman. And, yeah, I missed out. Luckily, Grundy was good. Grundy was a G, but he's going to have to be traded out in probably two to three weeks.
0: Well, Gorn gone was listed three to five last week. So, hopefully it's... Okay. The longer, longer end of that, and we can ride Grundy for a bit longer. But hope so. Yeah, mate. Frustrating stuff. Shout out to Fantasy though, the actual game for bringing in the edit trades feature. Because if it wasn't for that, I would have copped a donut this week, and I would have been angrier than I am.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just speaking of the um, the edit trades, you're a bit of a pioneer in this department, Kebes. You managed to do some like some sort of witchcraft that I don't know how what <laughs> you do. You said it took you 15 minutes.
0: What did you do with your trades again at that point? Yeah, so initially I had Warps to Sicily. Like, well, that was the trade that I was probably going to roll with. So I, I, I got gifted there that I was able to change it. Um, but I managed to change, like after everything had locked, I managed to tra- change Warps to Sicily to Wits to Grundy through moving <laughs> both the player I was trading in and out through DPP all the way from defense mid into my ruck line. And yeah, it took ten or fifteen minutes, but I got there in the end. <laughs> uh, yeah, DPP is handy, mate. And I'm, I'm, yeah, it was. I'm glad for the edit trades feature. I'll claim the pioneer status though, because I did, I did manage to figure it out before the the uh, actual method of doing it was announced. So we <laughs> helped a few people on Twitter. So yeah, we did. Shout out we to did. us at
1: the cousins pod. <laughs> <laughs> nice, you jumped on quick there. All right, so should we get into our game reviews?
0: We're going to try and speed through it today. Keeves is just going to smash it out, so go. All right, let's do it. Brisbane v. Pies. Dacos was an absolute behemoth again. He had 126, 38 touches, sorry, and two goals. It is ridiculous what he's doing. He's not being tagged ever. Just get on him if you don't have him. Get him. Don't worry about tags because they're not coming. No one tags now. Uh, Brisbane's midfield scoring is way down. It seems like the way they play, they just have this fast game style now. Dunkley, McGluggage, and Neil are all way down on scoring. So I just I don't I can't see him bouncing back at the moment. Wilmot was bad this week. Should be fine JS wise though. Titch isn't playing like a pig anymore. Those days are gone. And Dugowie is a coaster this year, but I still think at around 750K, you could jump on if you want. Anything else you want to add? Yeah, so get these stats right.
1: This year, Dunks is averaging 11.5 kicks, 12 handballs, 4.5 marks, 5.2 tackles, zero goals a game, 6.8 clearances, 1.8 score involvements, and 301 meters gained. Yep, all right. And I'm going to compare him to Jared Lyons last year. Check this out. 14.4 14.4 kicks, 7.7 handballs, 4 marks a game, 5.1 tackles a game, 0 goals, 0.3 goals a game I should say, 5.6 clearances a game, 5.2 score involvements a game and 345 meters gained per game. They're basically the same player, they're averaging the same Number of fantasy points. I think there's, what one. It's point like one. Difference. Yeah, it's like 91, 92
0: or something. The, the interesting thing about that is that like general stats are the same, but Lions' advanced stats, the score involvements and the meters gained, are better than Dunks'. So Lions last year was a better player than Dunks is this year, <laughs> which is a funny comparison to make considering <clears> you know Brisbane ponied up to get Dunks and how keen they were to get him in and how much has been talked about Dunks and he's just been crap. Just Utter crap It's frustrating mate They're a similar sort of player Like they're both kind of
1: slow And like they're they're sort of just Work around the contest And then I mean Dunks used to do a lot Around the ground at at the dogs And he used to
0: hit the scoreboard He hasn't scored a single goal Or behind this year Yeah they're, They're pretty damning stats Because Lions copped a bit of heat last year And actually found his way out of the team And yeah Comparing that to Dunks this year He's been better so yeah.
1: yeah it's kind of concerning though because so i owned lions last year and it was very frustrating um i jumped on him because i thought he was cheap he averaged 117 the year before and he just didn't get anywhere near it last year and yeah lions's role i mean sorry dunks's role is kind of similar and like i'm almost concerned that he's going to average like 95 for the season i don't know it, there's no
0: no point really jumping off at this point yeah, but I, just, I think it's just to banish him from all leadership Responsibilities in your team But Don't captain him You've got to just ride him out because he's so popular like, yeah. There's not really any point to jump off Anyway, go on, I just wanted to bring that up All right, Carlton V North She's is the GOAT Harry Sheezel, the best first year player ever He's the man, he's up to 680k He's just phenomenal, we love She's uh, Jack Zebel was awesome He played a really good game and scored well again he is looking like he could be a keeper or at least like a long-term sort of option in defense when he gets DPP next round. Uh, LDU was fine. I liked Darcy Tucker's game. More on that later. It's going to be time to jump off Ollie Holland's soon. Uh, George Hewitt is getting cheap. He's been putting up bad scores, but he could possibly turn it around. He needs a bump in CBAs now, but he's one that you should be watching. Doc is a flog. <laughs> Chera sucks too. He's down on last year, which is impressive because like impressively bad because we all thought he was going to be the stud potentially to a hundred this year. He's had the role. He's had everything go his way and he still can't score. And finally, Cowan is bad at fantasy. Again, we say this every week. He's bad, but he does have JS. So <laughs> as long as he holds his spot, which he will, if they keep winning, um,
1: yeah, You you ride him out, basically. Yeah. All right. Next game. All right. It is time for our Riley O'Brien weekly check-in. This week, the big man scored a measly 65. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible stuff. (laughs) And honestly, (laughs) his spot in the senior side is potentially...
0: Under at threat, risk. Yeah.
1: Um Strawn has been pretty dominant in the twos. He's averaging 122 in the sandful, But you got to give the big man some... You got to give him a shot.
0: He, he'll be fine. They won the game. He'll be all right. Rob is the man. We love Rob. He was beaten comprehensively in the ruck this week. But that's all right. He's he's yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, Cabs, carry on with the rest of the review. Oh, all of right. Adelaide versus Fremantle. All
0: right, Dawson was huge in the mids and you should be looking to jump on at all costs if you don't own him. Led was lightly tagged and is plummeting in price. He was bad again, but he's also about to bottom out. He still has a B of 140, which is crazy. Um Yeah. It wasn't a, it wasn't a hard tag, but Ash went went to him early. Sarong was awesome. Should have scored more, but had a quiet patch towards the end. He dropped, I think, a 106 or a 108 in the end. Um, he's having a great year, though. Darcy beat Rob in the ruck, as we said. <laughs> and uh, get away from Hayden Young. Just get away from him. From If you see him in the street and you recognize him, run the other way. Because <laughs> he is a man that just you just don't want to be near. No. All right, next game. Richmond v. Dogs. English is the number one ruck by a mile. You need him in your team if you don't have him. Taranto was awesome again. Ton run for Taranto. We love his work. Bont was good and he's cheap. Uh, oh, yeah. Shout out to Nank. i got to give my, my boy some props. He's injured now and about to have surgery, but I picked him up in draft in our keeper league and he's turned up in every game. He's been absolutely phenomenal, Nank. Nank, you're the man. Love your work. Ed Richards was good again and is having a good year And McRae and Baz are utterly cooked Absolutely cooked
1: I'm I'm ready to jump on either one of them, to be honest If they get the DPP Yeah um, The Dogs have had like a weirdly hard Well, not weird, but like they've had a pretty hard draw Neither of them are getting much midfield time But is that really going to be the rest of the season for both of them?
0: Yes You think so? Uh, okay I don't think McRae is going to necessarily go back in and have like a huge bump in CBAs. It just seems like Bevo's keen to go away from him. It's it's kind of weird. McRae is one though that if Mc- he got DPP as it stands now, I'd look to jump back on because his average is still solid and it's literally Jack McRae. But Baz, I think the way that Baz is going at the moment, you need to actually see a, like a decent form turnaround to jump on Baz because he's been beyond poor. Even as a forward, he's not putting up scores that you really want. Nah, no, he's, he's averaging 88, so that's just not anything close to what I'd want in my team. Okay, if you're an owner, what would you do? If you're an owner, you're holding for, for the DPP and swinging him forward, but definitely don't jump on if, unless you see a big score or some, some form turnaround. Yeah. Next game. All right, Saints v. Suns. Anderson was huge, mate. <laughs> I was against him in my matchup, so that hurt a lot. That is a crazy pod because he's in like 1% of teams. Yeah. Less. Like, yeah, huge though. 159 for Anderson. The other player that was huge in this game is Brad Crouch in the second half. He had 102 points after halftime. That is wild, mate. I think, <laughs> I think he had 27 disposals after halftime. Ridiculous.
1: I'm going to interrupt again because you messaged me at halftime
0: in it, that game. This was pretty funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to bake you on the podcast. I can't believe you recommended Brad Crouch to me. He sucks.
0: Uh, yeah. like, I almost needed to get a primo mid. But. Yeah.
1: And I instantly apologized. I was like, yeah. Oh, I tried to defend myself. I was like, I didn't tell you to get him. I talked you through the pros and the cons. <laughs> <laughs> but he had a massive second half and now you have egg on your face. Carry on.
0: Oh, not really, but. All right, big Machito Owens would have been a great classic pick. He's averaging 86. I just went a year too early on it, mate. That was all it was. Last year, I started Machito on my field, and he dropped a 20 in round one. <laughs> but no, he's been awesome this year. Lockie Weller is in form, and could be a target in defense. Ron Marshall rested late, as we touched on in our ross line bake. Moyle was awesome because Marshall was rested late. F-ing Jared witz That's another part of that whole ruck trio uh, and yeah, it feels like the Saints are just the most relevant team at the moment. It feels like every player on their list is fantasy relevant in some way. Like, you look down, guys like Machito who no one was considering. Like, even Callum Wilkie, I'm pretty sure, is averaging like 86 or something. It's ridiculous, mate. Their whole team is just playing like the junkiest fantasy game, and it's phenomenal. So, look to jump on Saints players, I guess.
1: Yeah, I, um, I worked it out the other day. They've had 18 tons in their last three games. Versus, say, Port, who have had two tons for the whole season. That is ridiculous. Just load up on Saints players, mate. They're all dominating.
0: Um, Anyway, carry on. All right, Port v. Swans. Lloyd is having a solid year. Um, He's been good. He's averaging 95. Goulden saved his game. He was on a bad score at halftime, but managed to get to a a decent score in the end. Rosie was tagged by Rowbottom and was crap. He saved it late too, though. He was on 49 with like maybe 10 minutes to go and really just got junky right at the end. That was really frustrating, though, as an owner to watch. Uh, Mills is getting cheap. He dropped to 75. His average is around 90 for the season now. He's someone you can look to jump on soon. J.H.F. was poor again, but we knew that because he's not good at fantasy. I wanted to ask you, mate, what do you think is wrong with Ollie Wines? He's averaging 74.5. <laughs> he dropped a 48 in this game.
1: I I couldn't give you a good answer, but I know that as a team, Port are not scoring well, as we said just before. So that could be part of it. It could be team play style. Um, Man, I don't know. Yeah. But I
0: wouldn't touch him until you see something. No, he couldn't. But he's down to about 750K now, and he's getting cheap quickly. He's a guy that if he, you know, for some reason starts to turn it on, maybe post-buy you could look at, but... Man, he averaged 112 two seasons
1: ago. I know. And last year, he stormed home as well. Yeah, exactly. So even, even last year, he was, a, he was a primo option. Yeah, he's,
0: he's definitely a watch list, Ollie Wines, because if he gets... Well, I mean, he's cheap already, but if he gets any cheaper, like drops below 700K, you could be getting in someone who's... Mate, you could, like, sideways for some rookies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, last thing from this game is just a shout-out to Patty McCartan, because it's just nasty to see someone have so many concussions and struggle so we hope patty is all right and patty patty the baddie he was good for us last year in fantasy yep. so shout, out to, shout out to patty McCartan. all right essen and v the giants this is a real simple game the notes are the notes are super short <laughs> all the primos fired besides cogs who's been bad for two weeks in a row i wrote down callahan as a dog because i'm annoyed at him still because he pl- he actually played really well and andy McGrath is a flog because he did not play really well that's pretty much all the fantasy relevant stuff. Like I said, all the premiums fired. Parish, Merritt, Kelly, Green, Setters, all all solid. Did you want to touch on Whitfield? You're talking to me about Whitfield for a little bit. Yeah, well I've got I've got Wit in the back pocket for a, a later segment, but yeah, I think he's a great option. He's seven hundred and thirty one K now. He turned up. Second game back from his concussion. He looks good. He's getting kick ins. Just doing everything that you want to see, basically. And he's going to get that DPP status next round. So if you want to go a week early and jump on him, 100%, I reckon you could bring in in wit. Something that I'm looking at this week as well. All right. Last game, West Coast females. No, second last game, sorry. West Coast females. Clary is the best player in the league by far. And it's frustrating to watch him if you don't own him. Tim Kelly is having a surprisingly good year. Best year of his career at the moment. He's, still, he's actually kind of cheap. He is kind of cheap. I, I said it to you that you maybe could consider it. I shut you down hard. Yeah, I don't think you would, but... No. Nah. I guess as a West Coast fan, it is good to see some some payoff from Tim Kelly. Hunt and Allen both did it again, and I, it hurts me to watch them, because I was keen on both before the season started. Hunt, three weeks in a row now, has gone 80-80-90. Um... And, yeah, Allen's found some form too. Both averaging mid-70s, so they've been solid picks for their price at the start of the year. track was awesome. The rock pig, Brody Grundy, is back. Trent Rivers is having a good year. I dropped him in our keeper league, and he's averaging 85 now. <laughs> uh, Van Van Ruyen was solid, and he should hold, I think. He kicked two goals, 48. No tackles this week, which is why his scoring was down. Um Jinbi could be in for a rest soon. That's the other thing. Simo flagged that he he might be getting rested in the in the coming weeks. So just a yeah, just a flag if you own Jinbi and be a bit concerned. There's nothing I really want to add. I was a, I was
1: at the game. Um, Grundy was really dominant, um, but yeah, again, he was rested at the end of it, so that was sort of frustrating. Um, Van Ruyen was, I think he played he played pretty well. He'll hold his spot. Um, he didn't score any He was on donuts At quarter time But he, he got going he'll He be got fine He
0: did get unlucky A couple of times Like with Ford 50 entries And stuff as well And at one point He took a mark Which was just over The boundary line That got called back So he could have scored more um, He's still someone That you can look to jump on If you don't have yeah, it.
1: he's not getting Zero tackles every week as well So again He'll, he'll be fine
0: Keep going Alright last game Hawks v Cats Massive Just massive condolences If you got Sicily this week he scored forty nine, mate. Ugh. Yeah, if, if Warps was out, named out, Sisley would have been in my team this week. So I really got a gift there. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, he was looking fine up until half time. I think he was on maybe like forty-two at half time and then just did nothing in the second half.
1: He was on 31 at quarter time. That's ridiculous. He was he was actually on 31 probably like midway through the first quarter. Yeah, he was actually. he, he had a hot start. So he scored eight,
0: 18 points in three and a half quarters. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrible. Oh, if you're wow. an owner, if you're an owner, you would have been so upset watching mm. that. Jeez. All right, Stuart let me down, but I suppose I can't be too mad because he was my replacement for Sicily. Jez Cameron, you could do it in classic. You could. No. Mate, he's averaging 115.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He is playing like the best player in the comp at the moment. He's he's been good in every game. By quite some way.
0: It, it it is an interest if you're a risky man who likes who likes a thrill i reckon you could do it <laughs> uh mitch duncan shout out to mitch duncan just for being a fantasy legend in his first game back dropped a 127 cam guthrie i reckon is a cheeky option cuz i've I floated this to you before and you weren't too keen on it but we've seen two seasons of guthrie as an elite fantasy play, player like around the uber primo mark He's cheap because he dropped a bad score in round one, but he's got three good games in a row on the board now. He's taken up those CBAs. I can't see any reason not to do it, to be honest. Well, he
1: plays low tog. He plays for the Cats. He
0: doesn't always... He's getting old now. He's, he's only 30, and he doesn't always play low tog. He played low tog this week for his 111, but the two weeks previously... Yeah, what did he have? 67%. 67 But last week he had 87%. And the week before that, higher 70s, so... Mm. You could you could do it if you need a cheap what, primo what? you you could do a lot worse in. I think he, I think he does ninety ninety plus. I think he does ninety five plus at least. Yeah, could be a hundred plus.
1: I I don't like it. I there's something about cats players that just it reeks.
0: If if you need a cheap option, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, you could you could. Uh, Will Day is a G. Could be in trouble with the MRO, but I reckon he gets off. The tackle. If you've seen the tackle, he like grabbed brad close and sort of slammed him but it was one action and he was kind of falling already i just i don't know i don't think he gets a week for it but definitely watch there to see the outcome of that match review we're recording
1: we're recording this pretty much straight after the game so it's a wait and see We'll, we'll know soon i guess
0: yeah um this might be a contentious statement but i thought walks was actually good this week he mm. he only scored seventy one, but up to halftime he was. I think he was on forty two at halftime. He was, but he was playing hard. He had the second most clearances for the game. Made his game were fine. He like you know he was in and under hard at it. He, he just he competed hard this week. I liked what he did. His disposal efficiency was bad. I think he went at forty three percent, but I you know in a game where you're losing by eighty points, like Connor Nash is playing midfield. He should be out of the team before Warps. Warps has been fine. Everyone just give Warps a break, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it very
1: differently, D Maybe you watched the bits where he scored his points and I watched the bits where he didn't score any points. Because I turned it on from half time. He did like he did nothing in the third quarter and nothing for like half of the fourth quarter. And I was like, what are you doing? He's gonna drop a 50. And he he like he crawled his way to seventy one. He managed to beat Stewart, which is, it's pretty funny because I had Warps to Stewart for quite a while this week. Um, when I thought Warps was getting dropped, when I heard he was named, I held him. I'm I don't know. I th- I think seventy is par for him. As long as he's getting seventies, he's in my team.
0: I'm more than happy with a seventy. Considering you have got rookies like McKenzie, who in that same game dropped to fifty six. Holland's dropped to fifty four. Like. Warp should still be, you know, pretty safe 70. And I reckon he's got more upside than that still. He's just had a relatively quiet two weeks. Um, but, yeah, it bodes well for him that he stayed in the team and that he was, I, in my opinion, one of their better performers just in terms of, like, effort and actually <gasps> six like six clearances is very solid. Yeah,
1: but when just talking about effort there was a couple of center bounces where his man kept getting the clearance and he was just looking slow to put the pressure on like yeah he just looked a bi- he looks like 2022 warps to nah. me i don't like when nah. i was watching i was like oh mate this guy's going to drop a 50 he's going to get dropped he managed to get a couple of get some points late but
0: i strongly disagree with that
1: yeah, I, I'm keen to jump off in like two weeks' time.
0: Yeah, I, I'm still keen to jump off in, in a couple of weeks as well, but I think he's fine. Yeah, if he holds his spot, he's he's holding his spot in my team as well. Yeah, and he's going to be playing midfield, so his CBAs are fine. Though. I think I think he had maybe 16 this week, so yeah, that's that's it for that game anyway. Cool. Well,
1: that wraps up our game reviews for round four. All right, we are moving right back on to our trade review for this week cousin how did your trades go
0: yeah it was interesting mate because my trades ended up being decided very very late on the saturday um initially i was looking at getting a primo mid and then i was looking at getting a primo defender but the wits news came out had to scramble last minute and end up changing my trades to wits and callahan to grundy and stewart um i'm relatively happy with how it went just because of the ruck ruck pig was awesome and he's legitimately back um stewart was super disappointing though so callahan to stewart actually cost me 18 points that trade which is just ridiculous but yeah the trades ended up being good because of the ruck pig um stewart should be close to a keeper in defense as well and i think callahan is going to regress next week so i'm relatively happy with my trades but i haven't quite hit hit any gold mines yet in my in my trading so what about you cuz
1: well i'm somewhat flat about my trades the first trade that i pulled was constable down to van royen which solid van royen will make some money but i filled him for a 48 so that not so great and constable had 36 touches in the twos and just knowing my luck he's gonna come straight back in yeah the sun's got smashed too yeah i considered i wanted to trade um Chessa instead of him But Yeah, I just didn't think Constable would come back anytime soon And uh yeah, anyway It's probably going to be He's probably going to be an option if he does come back in
0: Yeah, well, I mean A nice trade like Annie McGrath <laughs> Down, <laughs> down <laughs> to Constable Constable would make you a lot of money And, and probably gain points as well So <laughs> Yeah Yeah, uh, yeah if, if Constable comes back in He's someone I'll, I'll probably look at as well
1: Yeah um, and my second trade was, of course, Wits to Grundy as well. And I'm extra flat about that because the first trade was a cash up. So, I had the cash to go from Wits to English. I was just too slow, mate. I had 10 minutes to do it. Not enough time. I don't even think it's, yeah, you being too slow. Just, like, just crappy timing. Super crappy. So, I feel pretty bad about it because I know that Grundy is going to be a trade in anywhere from 3 to 5 weeks. But he could
0: put up an awesome 3 to 5 weeks in our teams. That's the that's the
1: saving <laughs> grace. I'm I'm praying to the fantasy gods that Tim English drops a stinker somehow. I don't it's not possible unless he gets <coughs> injured. Injury. Yeah, unless he gets <laughs> injured. Um but I am just hoping Grundy can like get to his price and maybe it could be some sort of straight swap
0: in a month's time. Yeah, that would be nice, but <laughs> Man, hopefully the rock pig just keeps turning it on for the next month or so. That'd be nice. He looked. He genuinely did look like the rock pig out there. The way, like you explained to me just before, how he was like running past and screaming for handballs and getting in the in the like kicking chains. Yeah, it's so fun. I had a, I had such a smile
1: on my face. I was at the game and I was sitting with all the Eagles members, and they were all you know classic Eagle supporters, just being so vocal and uh, ah bloody umpires like. And I was just <laughs> sitting there just cheering every point that. Grundy scored And they're all Giving me funny looks But Anyway Yeah The Rock Pig is back For a month And Those are our trades It's gonna be a great month Yep Okay So We're gonna get into A new segment From here And Our new segment Is Top fives Could be top five Anything (laughs) This week (laughs) You know what? We're gonna hijack it And we're gonna do Top five Horrible things We can do to Andy McGrath (laughs) What's number one, mate? Number one is kick him in the gonads, mate. Number two is waterboarding. Waterboarding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, in all seriousness, our top fives this week is actually pretty boring. It's top five trade targets. It kind of makes sense. It's a fantasy podcast. <laughs> not a waterboarding podcast. <laughs> no, nah, not a torch podcast. Um, so we're going to talk about our top five trade-in options. Um, we're going to do our best to exclude guys that are you know, at maximum price, like, say, Tim English or uh, Clayton Oliver. They're obviously... Guns. Uh, yeah, they're obviously braining at the moment. They're the top scorers in the game. But we're looking for guys who have value options that are trade targets for us. We're still hunting value. That's the aim of the
0: game. Yeah, possibly uber primos that have bottomed out or close to bottoming yeah. out.
1: Yeah, so number one on our trade targets list is Will Day, He's averaging 104.3 with a lowest score of 92. He's been injected into the midfield. I think everyone knows how well he's doing. But if you don't have him in your team, it's not too late. I would jump on. Unless, of course, he's suspended, which is a wait and see. Yeah. But if not, I think he's number one trade target.
0: I don't think he will be. But yeah, 727K, still super cheap. Um, That average of 104, it's, it's so much value. His B is very low, so... Love that. All right, number two, we've got Jordan Dawson. So he's just dropped a 122. He's bottomed out in price and was easily BOG against Frio. He's moved into the midfield, and although it didn't look like a great move against Port, this week it was just, yeah, awesome. He was racking up, like, was super clean in there. I think his scoring is just going to go up, and he's bottomed out in price now as well. So I can see him going back up and, and getting to that 105, 110 defender. Um, and, yeah, he's, he's priced much lower than that at the moment, so...
1: Yep. Number three is Noah Anderson. He's coming off a career high score of 159, which is enormous. He was awesome. Um, From here, I I reckon he can do around the 105 mark. Last year from the buys onwards, he averaged 104. Um, He's a primo. We all kind of in the preseason predicted him to actually go 105 plus. He had a poor start, but I think he's still that guy. I think he's a great option.
0: Well, that, that one score got his average up to 98 now, so... <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. All right, number four, we've got Rory Laird. Now, he's been in pretty average form. Um, there's not much else to say for that, to be honest, but he's close to bottoming out now. His B is still 140, so it's massive, but he's going to turn it around very, very soon and should go back up to being that 110-plus uber primo. Um, he's dropped over 150K in price and just looks like an a, a juicy target if you don't have him, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, we know what Laird does. He hasn't been tackling too much and he hasn't had too many marks. But, I mean, just you wait till there are a couple of wet games, he's going to have like 10 tackles a game. Exactly. It's coming into winter, you just know he's going to start
0: getting on a roll. And that that defensive attention has been copping as well. I'm expecting that to, to loosen up. So they do play the Hawks in two rounds, which is a slight flag. Um, if Finn McGuinness gets back to his tagging ways because he hasn't been tagging um but certainly once that game has come and gone he, he should be very very cheap and, and it's just a great option
1: yep and our final one is Lockie whitfield and i'm going to handball off to you keeps because i think you're really keen on it so
0: yeah i am very very keen on Lockie whitfield he's 731k now he's in line for dpp next round he just dropped a ton he's playing half back he had seven kick-ins so they're trusting him with the kick-ins again um they play the Hawks this week too, which is just a lovely matchup for Wit an outside runner. Um, yeah, there's not much else to say, to be honest. I'm, I'm just It's just Price,
1: but also, yeah, the DPP. You just swing him straight into your back line and you know, he can stay there. He'll be around the mark of a top six.
0: Yeah, he could he could easily be top six. I mean, he's, he's done that for seasons, multiple seasons in the past. Um, he's always close to the mark. Last year, he had a down year, but I think with Kingsley coming in over Leon Cameron this year, it's given him hopefully giving him a a new lease on his football life so to speak um and yeah back back to back decent scores you know an 80 and now a ton i think he's just getting getting rolling and could do 95 plus for the rest of the year so very very keen on whitfield this week
1: yep so those are our top five targets to trade andy McGrath to. all right we're coming back to you with one of our favorite segments we haven't done it in a few weeks and it's pod merchants
0: I am the pod merchant welcome to my store Oh we just we just had to do a brief timeout because as soon as you said that I realized we did it last week mate so <laughs> I'm
1: so sorry.
0: A few weeks of just lies it's obviously memorable content. <laughs> <laughs> All right this is our second or maybe third consecutive week of pod merchants. <laughs> 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 oh dear! All right, I'm gonna go first. I gotta make up
1: for that. My pod for this week is Noah Anderson, who is in 0.65% of teams as it stands. Very low ownership. Um, last year he averaged 98, and from the buys onwards he averaged 104. And many of us projected him to push 105 plus for the season. Um, and I think from this point onwards, that's exactly where I'd put him uh, He's unique, he's got a monster ceiling He's bottomed out in price, he just had a slow start We were talking about it last week actually You were like, man, you could jump on Noah Anderson I was like, dude, he's dropped four seventies in a row and You're like, he's just the kind of guy that will just He's just had a slow start, but he'll, he'll flick the switch Like he's not cooked, it's Noah Anderson and I was like, yeah, you'd want to see one first. And we saw one. He did <laughs> see one. We bloody saw one. So yeah, he dropped a one fifty-nine. Jump on. He's he's uh he's cheap. He's bottomed out. Noah Anderson. You'll fly up the rankings if you do it.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love the pick. He could be just an 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 absolute stud Uber Primo for the rest of the year. I reckon he's got top eight potential. Not I'm not saying that he will definitely be top eight, but definitely top eight potential. So all right, this is an interesting one for you, cuz my bad merchant. I'll get your thoughts after, but Darcy Tucker. So he's in zero point four percent of teams. He averaged eighty nine point six in the first six games of twenty twenty. Now I realise that is a small sample size, but that is because he hasn't necessarily had a clean run at AFL level. He's he's played, you know, like inconsistent sort of. Rolls here and there. He's played a bit in defense, a bit on the wing, a bit at half forward, he's played in the midfield. Hasn't hadn't really found a, a solid position at Freo. He's gone to north now. Looks like he's got a spot in that defense and possibly a little bit of wing time, which has been super high scoring at north so far. In the game just gone, he had 24 disposals at 83% and five score involvements. Um I think he had 373 meters gained too. So just a really, really solid game for a seventy-nine he did show potential at free, but yeah, like I said, didn't really get going. I think he can do 75 plus and at 438K, I just think he's a great, great pick. I'm looking at sidewaysing Hollands to him this week, um, which is you know very, very cheap. And I think he could kind of be in the mold of that sort of Jaden Hunt that we've seen break out well, I guess kind of re out early this year and become like a legit fantasy option because of his price, I think we're going to see, we are seeing the same from Tucker. So,
1: Yeah, it's weird because it's not like, it's not sexy, but a rookie swap is a rookie off the field, you yep. know? And like, think about how good Jaden Hunt has been going 80 plus for three weeks in a row instead of like the Darcy Wilmots that the rest of us have been copying. Dropped to 36 this week. Yeah. yeah. So It's a massive it, Massive gap And if you think about Ollie Hollins to him How much does it cost? Like 30k? Yeah not Or like, even not for me it. I fielded Van Ruyen This week Dropped to 48 So Tucker has that Mid forward eligibility I think um, Could be one of those Stepping stones
0: 40, 41k From Hollins to Tucker There you go Yeah it's I, yeah i love it it's i just realized i'm actually trading in both our pod merchants this week as it stands <laughs> so that's that's exciting that's mate. rude yeah i love it oh um, i love it yeah we see we see time and time again though these these guys that are like close to rookie price you just get so much more out of them consistency and yeah tucker was the sub in the first game as well that's why he's still cheap because his b was was decently high the week just gone and he managed to just hit it so He was good in the sub game as well in his in his limited time. So Darcy Tucker, ladies and gentlemen, get around it. So speaking of, what are you doing with your trades this week, cuz? Well, I'm getting Andy McGrath's
1: ugly square face out of my team and it's Quagmire. Yeah.
0: Straight to Nick
1: Dacos, who's been such a miss for me. I'm correcting that error. I was keen to take it on and I'm kind of flat just to concede because it's like, well it does hurt it does yeah. the thing is like every coach ranked above me already has him so it's like how do i catch them by chasing players that they already have it's a philosophy i kind of like to live by um but i think it's one that yeah i have to concede just that the taggers aren't really going around at the moment there are a couple but yeah, I mean early on in the year we just we haven't seen too many teams tag. Finn McGuinness isn't really tagging at all and
0: he's trash. Yeah, there hasn't really been designated taggers. It's kind of just been random jobs game to game, like row bottom tag Rosie, H tag Laird, but there isn't players that are tagging every single week, week yep. in, week out. So Yeah.
1: And I think Dacos has just shown that he's gonna make up for those scores anyway. He's a top six. Um So the way I see it, I'm jumping off a disgusting mid-pricer and jumping on a top six defender. And then my other trade is a rookie swap to grab Darcy Tucker so that I don't have to field Van Royen this week. Love it. And I'm hoping he can average 75 plus
0: from here. Love it. Absolutely love it. Like I said, I'm looking to jump on Darcy Tucker and Noah Anderson for Ollie Hollins and Gus. Mate, it's frustrating to be getting rid of Gus. I wish it, I wish I started with Dawson instead, but um, it's going to be good to see the back of him. I wish it was Andy McGrath as well. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, Hollands and Gus to Tucker and Anderson. It feels good to be grabbing both of our pod merchants and getting getting a rook off field as well, which I'm all about. I'm down to five rooks now, so that's it's looking nice. Hopefully, I can, I'm in for a bounce back this week, mate.
1: That's the spirit, Cuz. Yes, well, mate. On that note... <laughs> i wanted to jump into our next segment the uh the positive vibes are good we were chatting about it before that in fantasy you kind of have these almost like the cycle of emotions that you go through when you're having a your shit week and after doc's game we were both we went from like pure rage to just like denial to just straight up comedy we we're like how bad is this guy like this guy sucks But we <laughs> just seeing that the absolute comedy in it all. And then I think we cycled back to Rage a couple of times. Definitely. It's been the same with every single one of those players. Andy McGrath, Rage, Denial, Comedy, Back to Rage. And now
0: now I need something to lift me up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, want, I, think I want to be lifted up to the heavens. That's why I'm
1: segueing us into our next segment, which is Fantasy Proverbs.
0: Fantasy Proverbs.
1: All right, so for fantasy proverbs this week, cuz, I've got something pretty wholesome and uplifting for you. It's a Japanese proverb. I'm ready. Ready? Fall 7 times and stand up 8. When you fall, cuz, you got to pick yourself back up. We at the cousins are not losers. We're not we're not going to stay in the 10k club. We're not we are climbing ASAP
0: all the way to hat territory. <laughs>
1: The hat chase is still on. It's early days, guys. Anyone who's feeling disheartened, anyone who's ranked 20K, 30K, 40K, there are good coaches out there that are ranked poorly, and it hurts. It sucks. The mental health suffers. It does. (laughs) You go through the cycle of emotions. You get pains in your chest. Yeah, we're here with you. We're here for you. I know how it feels, but when you fall, just stand up again, no matter how many times. You fall in round seven, pick yourself up for round eight. Fall down in round eight. Pick yourself up for round nine. Just keep kicking the shit bags on. Get them
0: out of your team. Keep improving. And I'll see you on the other side. I love it. That was beautiful. That was beautiful, mate. (laughs) You've lifted me up. I'm all the way up now. I'm feeling good for next week. We're not quitters, mate. We're not. We are not quitters. And our listeners are not quitters. They're not. I believe in our listeners and us. Yep. Yeah. Believe in all of us. This and look, there's still twenty rounds left this. Year. A lot of rounds, mate. There's a lot of we're one sixth of the way through the season. So we've got a lot of time to turn it around and, and get back into hat territory. Yep. Believe. A lot of time, guys. A lot of time. So um
1: I think that's a good place to wrap up on a happy positive note. Thanks so much for listening. Check us out on Twitter at the, pod, at the Cousins Pod. At
0: The Cousins Pod.
1: At The Cousins Pod. Yep, we do all our best work there. Um, we appreciate you listening. We're on for the bounce back. Stay nifty, guys, with your trades. Stay on top of the news. And you all got this. We'll see you next time. It's bounce back season. Sure is. See ya. Kiss your cousin. Kiss
0: your cousin Kiss him on the lips Kiss your cousin
1: Kiss your cousin